This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Friday the 11th of August. A big, big, big shout out to Fallon who started last weekend off on the right foot. Uh-huh. That's because they won our weekly quiz, Quick Sticks, and walked away with 50 buckaroonies. Wow. It's very simple, Flux fam. First, you download the Flux app, then you turn on notifications, and you've got to be the first to answer three questions correctly, and then the $50 is all yours. So good. B-Man, Beyond Meat, our favourite tasting fake meat brand, mm-hmm. is battling on all fronts. Okay. They saw a 30% slump in sales in the second quarter, and now they're battling with consumers who are growing sceptical of how healthy these burgies actually are. <laughs> Three scientific stories today, Jazzy boy. Let's do it. For our first. AGL Energy has been whacked with a $1.3 billion loss after a pretty tough year in the energy sector. But, Jazzy boy, there is a silver lining to this story. Uh, the energy sector's kind of getting slammed, but also their consumers are getting slammed. So tell me what's going on here. AGL Energy is one of the biggest providers of electricity, mm-hmm. gas, and other energy services in Australia. They're the 200-year-old veterans of the energy world. They came around when (laughs) oil lamps were still a thing. Genuine relics. (laughs) Now, Brett, AGL's announced a whopping annual loss of $1.2 billion in their financial reports. And that's after they made a juicy profit of $860 million last year. This loss wasn't a standard financial loss. Nope. AGL, they wrote down over $1 billion worth of assets, which actually increased their total expenses. But when you pull those write-downs out of the picture, it turns out AGL actually made an underlying profit of $281 million. Did someone say plot twist? (laughs) So what is the key learning here? With financial reports, there's always more than meets the eye. A $1.2 billion loss sounds like AGL is doing it tough. But uh, with a bit of sleuthing, we see a very different story. You see, Brett, AGL's losses came from writing down the value of coal power stations that they're closing. But massive write-downs like this, they don't always reflect the true annual performance of a company. And that's why looking at underlying profits generally shows a more accurate picture. When outliers like big write-offs are pulled out, it's easier to see how well or how poorly a company is actually performing from an operational perspective. For our second story, WeWork has seen its share price drop nearly 99% since it IPO. And now they've warned of a substantial down of even staying in business. Uh, This company has been through more controversy than Harry and Meghan. So tell (laughs) me what is going on here. Justin, wait, WeWork launched in 2010 Mm -hmm. with its charismatic founder, Adam Newman, promising that the future is all about we. (laughs) We are talking about lavish co-working spaces with beer and coffee on tap, a questionable party culture, and lavish perks for employees too. And over the period of nine years, WeWork raised over 22 billion US dollars, including achieving a valuation of 47 billion US dollars. But Brett, it all came crashing down when Newman tried to IPO WeWork in 2019 because the prospectus led to a whole lot of questions. But Jazzy Boy, once WeWork got rid of its founder, Mm -hmm. the company did actually end up IPOing via a SPAC in 2021. This was at a more modest valuation of 9 billion US dollars. But now WeWork has warned that it may not even be able to stay in business. So what is the key learning here? The higher a company's valuation rises, yes, the bigger that valuation can fall. And B-Man, while it's tempting for startups to aim for high valuations, WeWork's trajectory shows the potential pitfalls. WeWork was marketed as a revolutionary company that was changing the world. (laughs) But let's be honest, it's just a glorified property manager. (laughs) And all this hype and attention eventually led to intense scrutiny. And Jazzy Boy, once skepticism begins, it can lead to a rapid loss of investor confidence. And this is exactly what's happening to WeWork again. For our third and final story, Barstool Sports, the American digital media company, has been sold back to its founder for just one dollary due only months after he (laughs) sold it for $500. 
150 million US dollars. That is absolutely bizarre. Kind of a dream come true for a founder. So tell me more. Some background. Barstool Sports was launched in 2003. And since then, he's managed to build it into a powerhouse media brand that discusses things that are sport adjacent. Not quite deep dives like ESPN and not quite entire gossip, yep. but somewhere in the middle, probably closer to gossip <laughs> And Barstool has an audience of 66 million monthly unique users. Now, Jazzy Boy, in 2019, Penn Entertainment, which is a major US gaming company, yep. they acquired a 36% stake in Barstool. Then, earlier this year, Penn acquired the remainder of Barstool. But now, Penn's done something a little bit weird. They've sold Barstool back to its founder for just $1. Now, the reason is Penn's relationship with Barstool supposedly caused regulatory concern. And Penn has now signed a whopping $1.5 billion deal to license the ESPN name and rename their betting business ESPN Bet. And ESPN is controlled by Disney. So what is the key learning here? In the evolving landscape of sports betting, partnerships are becoming a key strategy for success. It helps media companies diversify their revenue streams. And it helps betting agencies penetrate the market. And Brett, Penn Entertainment isn't the only betting company to partner with big media brands. I'd be thinking NBC Universal and Points Bet. I'm also thinking Warner Media and DraftKings. CBS Sports and William Hill. And ironically, Fox, who decided to go into betting without a betting partner, has shut down already. Oh no. Could you think of any better start to the weekend than $50 in cold hard cash? I actually could not, Jazzy Boy. And the funny thing is, Flux Family, it could be you if you play our quiz today in the Flux app and it goes by the name of Quick Sticks. It's simple. Download the Flux app, turn your notifications on and be the first to answer three questions correctly. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on Monday. Monday.